0: Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Pereira columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we're catching up again with Tony Rivera. Tony is a well-known managing director of Azure Minerals, which trades under the code AZS or Alpha Zulu Sierra. We last spoke with Tony back in July last year, just as the company had switched from a 15-year focus on base and precious metals in Mexico because of COVID difficulties The nickel copper gold hunt in the Pilbara in a project acquisition deal with the legendary prospector Mark Creasy. Azure was travelling well at the time, having doubled to a market cap of 33 million on the strength of the Creasy deal. It has been going from strength to strength ever since. It's now a $78 million company with its shares trading higher at 25.2 cents on an expanded issued capital base as it notches up major exploration success. In the Pilbara at the Andover Nickel Project, which is owned 60% by Azure and 40% by Creasy's private interests. We've got a lot to talk today uh, across uh, Andover and the Turner River and Coogan projects that came with the Creasy deal. I will also get Tony to update us on the plans for the Mexico portfolio. So, with that, I'll say good day, Tony. Welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Barry. It's very pleased to be here. Great.
0: Now, lots to talk about, Tony. So, first up, Bring us up to speed on the exploration success at Andover. Uh, And just for listeners, it's uh, south of Roeburn, up near Carratha. It looks to be
1: shaping up as something special. Absolutely, Barry. It is shaping up to be a really good project. Uh, We we acquired the uh, project originally in July last year, and shareholders approved the deal in, in August. We were on the ground in September with geophysical surveys, and we started drilling in October of last year with a single drill rig We've now graduated to three drill rigs drilling around the clock on the, uh, the main Andover target, which we've labelled as VC7. And we've drilled about 50 holes into this target to date, 50 diamond drill holes, and almost every one of them has hit significant nickel and copper sulphide mineralization. So this project has grown from one which Creasy held for a long time and had done some early stage exploration and had a few sniffs of nickel to now where we're actually drilling out a, what looks to be a very substantial mineral resource containing nickel, copper and cobalt, which are three of those very high-value uh, battery metals which everyone's very focused on these days.
0: ever. Uh, just tell us a bit, Tony, about the, the style of mineralisation. I understand it's a layered mafic, ultramafic intrusion, so similarities with Jule and the Fraser Range
1: deposits, and I understand you're getting no false positives from EM work. Yeah, that, that's exactly right, Barry. It is the Andover is Andover Complex is a layered mafic ultramafic intrusion uh, that covers around about one hundred square kilometres of the area just of land just to the south of Caratah and, and Roburn. Um We own about seventy percent of that within our seventy square kilometres, and being a layered mafic ultramafic intrusion, it has always been known to be prospective for nickel. Uh, and it's similar in that respect to what's, as you mentioned earlier, the Fraser Range province, which is where uh, you have um, Legend Mining with their Mawson Discovery, which they're currently drilling at the moment. And of course, IGO with their Nova Bollinger nickel copper mine. So very substantial nickel and copper deposits are often found in this style of, uh, of rock. Um, and, of course, more recently with um, Julemar being discovered by Chalice, that, that's a fantastic one as well. So there's been a lot more of these nickel and copper discoveries being made in these intrusive complex in recent years. The beauty of what we've got at Andover is that the rocks actually stick out of the ground. So when we carry out our electromagnetic surveying, which is a, a type of geophysical surveying which is looking for uh, electrically conductive bodies that are buried within the bedrock. Andover has a lot of uh, advantages, more advantages than some of those other areas like the Fraser Range. At Fraser Range, you have a lot of salt water, you have deep soil cover, there's a lot of graphite and black shales and and other things which cause electrical conductivity in the bedrock or above the bedrock. And so when you do these electromagnetic surveys, you often get a lot of positives and when you drill them, there's no nickel in them. You compare that with what we've got at uh, at Andover, where the, the rocks stick out of the ground, there's no soil cover, there's no salt water, there's no graphite or black shales. There are no reasons, no uh, positive false positives being recorded in in all of that uh, geophysical exploration we've we've done up there. Every time we've carried out a, an electromagnetic survey and have identified these bedrock coasted conductors, We've drilled into them and we've hit nickel. It's a 100% success rate at the moment. Drill into a conductor and you hit nickel. And and it's quite remarkable. And uh, we're obviously very pleased about that and long may it continue.
0: So I take it um, you've generated a, a host of targets then, have you?
1: We have, we've, we've generated, uh, 10, 12 targets, which are, are looking very positive. Um, of, we, of those, we, we've drilled into three of them and we've hit good nickel and copper sulfide mineralization in all three. Um, two of them we've, we've done substantial amount of drilling into and, uh, the VC7 target is the one that we're really focused on at the moment. It looks to be very substantial. The actual, uh, the zone of anomalism is, uh, over a kilometre long, and we've been drilling in there over four, five, six hundred metres along that now. And we've been hitting nickel in just about every hole. Um, but in addition to that, there there is a, was another target called VC23, where Creasy's early stage exploration had hit a few sniffs of nickel, and we went in there to drill two holes earlier this year. We ended up drilling eight; all eight hit nickel mineralization again in conjunction with those uh, electromagnetic conductors. So two really good. Uh, targets proof positive that the, this exploration technique works. We have at least eight other geophysical targets on the property that have yet to be drill tested. We are simply waiting for our heritage approvals to, to come through the system and we'll be out drill testing those as well.
0: Right. So what's happening on the ground there now? I understand there's a chance of a maiden resource estimate for the v, VC7 uh, prospect by the year end.
1: That's the intention. Uh, we have three drill rigs drilling on VC7 now, and uh, they're drilling around the clock. And the intention is that by the end of this year that we will have been able to produce and publish a mineral resource for that VC7 prospect. Um, but at the moment, we 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 haven't found the edges of it. We're continuing to drill and we're continuing to hit nickel and copper sulphide mineralization. So it, it's proving up to be a, quite a substantial size. Um, having said that, we, our intention is to get that resource out by the end of this year. And if that, all, if that goes according to plan, then we just immediately swing into completing a, a scoping study, um, which is what we're aiming for by the end of the first quarter of next year.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask that. Talk of a maiden resource leads to talk of development studies. Uh, I take you're advancing those and I'm thinking in particular of uh, METWORK.
1: Absolutely. Um, we've already started the metallurgy. We're well down the um, track on that at the moment. So we we implemented the development study strategy uh, three or four months ago, and it is running in parallel with the drill resource drill out. So the intention is that we carry through with our metallurgy and mining studies, the geotechnical, environmental, heritage, all of those sorts of components of the development study program Um, and we get the resource completed by the end of this year and we get the initial development study which is the scoping study out by the the end of the first quarter of next year but a lot of the work that we're doing as part of that program is of a higher standard than scoping study so we we, it slots straight into doing a pre-feasibility study then assuming everything continues to be positive we then go through it into a feasibility study. So there's a lot of work ahead of us, both in terms of exploration and resource drilling, but also all of those development studies.
0: Hmm. Now, Tony, you've been around a while and found a few things over the journey. I was just wondering, what's your excitement level with this one?
1: Oh, very excited by this one. Um, firstly, I love nickel exploration. It's 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 a great it's a great business to mm-hmm. be in, um, and 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 I guess in my history, I've, I've been quite successful at it as well. And we've built a team of uh, exploration geologists here with Azure uh, Minerals, which is uh, the, the team has a great deal of successful exploration behind it with discoveries, nickel discoveries having been made uh, in Western Australia previously. So this whole team is very excited and it's, it's really one of the great things that uh, we were able to build here is, is a team of, of solid, successful explorationists who have worked Both in terms of making discoveries, but also uh, in operating mines, and have seen mines being developed. So, yeah, I guess overall on this one, Barry, the uh, the excitement level is very high. Right. Okay. Uh,
0: Personally, I think one of the great things about the 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 discovery is the location and the access to all that infrastructure in that part of the world. Just run through some of the 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 infrastructure um, assets that uh, you'll be able to uh,
1: um, latch onto. Yeah, that, that's absolutely correct. In contrast to a lot of other projects in Western Australia or even like the ones we previously had in Mexico, um, the, this, this Andover project is in the ideal location. For example, it's just to the south of Caratha. So it's a two-hour plane flight from Perth to Karatha, and then within half an hour's drive, you're on the site with the drill rigs. Mm-hmm. And on our property, it's 70 square kilometres we have highway that goes through one end, one side of it. We've got good road access through it. There is electrical power, mains electrical power. There's a gas pipeline. There's a water pipeline. The entire property is covered by mobile phone coverage from the nearby town of Roburn. Uh, and access into the area is, is, is super easy. So from going forward, from just an exploration point of view through development into a mining strategy or a mining scenario, uh, all of the, the services that one could possibly want and the infrastructure that you could need are located within less than an hour's drive of our project. So it could not get any better located.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, uh, <clears throat> might be an opportunity to look at some of the other projects that were picked up in that Creasy deal. I'm thinking of uh, Turner, which is northeast of Hemi. Uh, De Grey's uh, Hemi discovery, where we're all waiting for the uh, maiden resource. There, you've got uh, twelve kilometres of uh, prospective strike. There, I was just uh, wondering what's what's happening there.
1: Yeah, the Turner River project is two exploration license applications, which cover in total about four hundred and fifty square kilometres. As you said, that they're located next door to De Grey Mining's Hemi Gold discovery, um, and just and located just to the south of Port Hedland. Uh, they are, those two licences are, are still applications and we're waiting for the mines department to to grant them. Uh, we're hopeful that that's going to be in the next couple of months. Um, as soon as it's granted, then we'll be on the ground doing some uh, drilling work, to some probably air core and RC type of drilling to to go to bedrock because it's covered with sand out there. Mm-hmm. What we do know is that the, um, the, the controls on the mineralization that, At the hemi gold deposit are uh it's you've got the malina formation sediments sedimentary formation which has been intruded by granites and they're associated with a large cross-cutting major shear zones and on the uh, southern part of our turner river property we've got those same sediments intruded by granites with that same structure that goes through hemi going through our ground for the 12 kilometers that you mentioned so to get on the ground as soon as possible and and uh, start drilling is is a major objective of ours.
0: Yeah, I bet it is. Um, and Barton um, soil, uh, soil covered uh, project area, sandwiched though between Genesis's uh, one point three million ounce resource and Saturn's 958000 ounce resource. What what have you got happening there?
1: Yeah, I really like Barton. I think it's it's a great. Uh, gold exploration project, uh, located in ideal position in the, in the middle part of the eastern gold fields of WA. So we're just to the south of Leonora and, and north of Kalgoorlie, uh, in the Kukine gold district where, as you said, there's, there's a lot of activity with Genesis and Saturn and, and several other companies that are drilling in the area. We have 200 square kilometers of land in that, that exploration license. It is still an application. Um, but we've been in, it's been indicated to us by the mines department that it will be granted very soon. As soon as it's granted, then we'll be out there on the ground doing some drilling. Our neighbors uh, at Genesis and, and Saturn have, have been drilling very close to our boundary. And so there's a really good chance that the gold that they are drilling on their projects, um, cross the boundary into our ground. So, uh, we're very excited about getting some drills, drill rigs out there and start drilling. And the, the fact that 200 square kilometers of soil cover area has been almost never explored in the past. The only drilling that's been done on our ground was back in the 1990s. They did hit some gold. It's never been followed up. So there's there's an ideal opportunity here for making a, a seriously good greenfields gold discovery in, uh, in what is a very, very uh, highly prospective region.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They've obviously got a lot on the go and uh, biting at the bit to get into Turner River and Barton. Uh, I was just wondering what the finances are like.
1: Uh, this is the one of the great parts uh, benefits of uh, our company at the moment is that we are well cashed up. We've got well over thirty million dollars in the bank right now, uh, which is more than enough money to to complete the resource drilling at uh, Andover and and complete the uh, the scoping study and pre feasibility studies and the like, as well as carrying out drilling exp- exploration activities on Turner River and Barton. So we we don't foresee... Uh, anticipate going back to the market to raise money anytime soon. You know, $30 million is a lot of money. We're mm. going to get a lot of results generated from that and there will be a consistent news flow coming through from the company to the market um, over the next few months and years.
0: Yeah, okay. And probably a, a trickier one for you. You take that cash, knock it off the market cap, and your EV seems low compared to, given the nature of the Andover Discovery, uh, compared with some of the other nickel uh, Projects uh, co- projects held by companies on the ASX. Well, what, what do you think is going on there? The market's just waiting for more results, or a maiden resource estimate, or.
1: I think the market is waiting to see just how real and how substantial the Andover deposits uh, are going to be, and uh, we we just need to continue to keep the market informed with our drilling results going forward. Uh, I think that the market will be very pleased with the, um, the size of the resource when we, when we do announce it because everything is looking very positive from that point of view. Of course, as the managing director, I would like nothing better than to see <laughs> our, their price going up and mm-hmm. uh, be much higher than where it is at the moment. But the company is in a very strong position. We've got a really great project at Andover with nickel and copper being drilled in every, in every drill hole. We've got two great gold projects which have excellent potential um, and the company's got built a, a first-class exploration team and, and mine development team, and we're well cashed up. So we're in a very good, very strong position at the moment. Um, everything we're doing is is uh, aimed at uh, taking the company forward, and hopefully that will involve the share price going up again as well. Great. Okay. From that, we'll
0: take it. There's plenty of upside. Um, Mexico, I see you've appointed PCF Capital for a trade sale.
1: That's right. We've... Carried out a, a review of our assets in Mexico. And if we just take a step back in time for, for a bit, is that uh, COVID did come into Mexico in, in March and April of last year, and it had a very strong and negative impact upon the, on the country, on the communities, and on the people, and also on the activities of uh, mining and exploration companies. Uh, we made the decision that uh, we would uh, leave Mexico and focus on our new assets in Western Australia. Um, So we put all our assets, our projects over there, basically on care and maintenance. Mm -hmm. We've kept a small team of geologists. We have an exploration manager and and two geologists helping him and an administrator as well. And they've kept the projects in good standing. They've continued to carry out low-key, low-cost exploration over the last 12 months, just adding bits of value here and there um and while we we looked at what what our options were and then earlier this year we conducted a, a serious strategic review of the projects and in the end we appointed pcf capital to to undertake a divestment program uh, of those assets and that's underway right now the intention is is that we will be able to sell all our projects over there in in some way shape or form and uh hopefully the company and, and maybe even our shareholders will be able to benefit from that uh, but we've decided that at the focus for Azure Minerals going forward is in Western Australia and that we're here to stay and we will um, sell off the Mexican assets.
0: Mm, okay, which again, I, uh, I guess, goes to the high regard you hold Andover in and the gold
1: projects in, in WA. Absolutely. You know, we, we were very fortunate that when we did come back from Mexico into WA last year that we were able to acquire these projects, uh, firstly the Andover and three gold projects from Creasy, and then and then to be able to acquire the, the Barton project from a local prospector. And um, the company is in a very different position now from what it was 12 months ago, so things are, are looking up.
0: Okay. Well, Tony, um, I think we've covered most bases there, but it would be great if you could give investors a bit of a feel for what they should be looking out for as uh, yeah you know, the
1: twenty twenty one unfolds yeah certainly the the company is uh, is very busy at the moment with uh, three diamond rigs drilling on andover and there will be a continuous stream of uh, results coming from the, that drilling and then by the, hopefully by the end of this year that we'll be in a position to announce a maiden mineral resource uh, for the vc seven nickel and copper deposit at, at Andover. We also intend to drill some of those other exploration targets we've got more regionally in Andover. Um, and if they come up with some nickel in them too, then, then 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 everything is great going forward from that point of view. But we'll also be drilling on the gold projects later this year. So there should be some good information coming out to the market and, and particularly Barton, where we have uh, walk-up drill targets ready to go based upon what our next door neighbours are doing in the same district. And as I said, the company's well cashed up at the moment. So we're in a very strong position going forward and, and the future for the Azure is looking very bright. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, folks. There we go. Um, exciting nickel copper discovery in the bag already with uh, more regional upside to uh, be tested there and then the gold uh, projects to uh, fall in. Into line in the, the second half of the year. So, uh, with that, Tony, thanks for your time today and uh, good luck with it all. It's an exciting story and we will be watching with interest.
1: Yeah, thanks, Barry. It's been a pleasure to tell the story. Thank you.